0: Hey, Binge fans. Welcome back for another episode of the Back It Up Binge podcast. Going to give you a bit of a binge bite here today. Four things I want to cover. Number one, World Baseball Classic. Not a big fan of the World Baseball Classic. I know players love it. Mike Trout said it's a lot of fun. Francisco Lindor tweeted that he loves representing his country. I just don't find or have any interest in it. I know it puts elite players at risk. We saw some injuries over the last week. Edwin Diaz, I know it was a freak accident celebrating his team's victory, blows out a patellar tendon. He's out eight months, and it hurts the Mets' chances now. Then he also had Freddie Freeman, who tweaked his hamstring. He said he's going to be okay for opening day, but are there going to be any lingering effects from that? I did see Mike Trout get plunked on his first at-bat for the World Se- World Baseball Classic, but he was okay. So Again, not a big fan. I wish that they wouldn't do this, but I understand why they do. But again, I don't follow it too much. Second thing I want to talk about is the NCAA men's basketball tournament. A lot of good games I've been watching. I haven't done a pool in about 10 to 15 years. I figured for fun, let me queue up a pool this year, went online, filled one out. And I did actually pretty good in the first round. I went 27 of five, but three of those five losses uh, just basically blew up my bracket. So first was Furman over Virginia. I had Virginia go into the Sweet 16 round. Then you had Princeton beating Arizona, who I had Arizona going into the Elite Eight. And then lastly, yesterday, I had Purdue taking everything. Um, they were first seed in their in their bracket, in their region, and I had them going all the way and winning the NCAA, and they got upset yesterday by Fairleigh. So I'm out. I don't think I could actually recover from that, and uh, we'll see how it turns out. Next, let's talk about the Jets. Aaron Rodgers made his intentions known publicly that he wants to go to the Jets now and play for them. But basically what he did here was turn over all the keys in the negotiations, all the leverage to the Packers. All Jets fans are going crazy, and they should because Aaron Rodgers is an elite Hall of Famer. But nothing's done yet. They have to make a trade, and Rogers signed a three-year, hundred and fifty million dollar contract before last season. He's scheduled to make close to sixty million this season, but there's a trade still has to be worked out, and the Packers hold all the leverage here. Now, I've been reading about some people projecting what they feel are go- is going to be the terms of the deal. Rogers goes to the Jets, and the Jets give up X, Y, Z. Never in any of those scenarios have I read any of those XYZs being a first-round pick. Now, if you think the Packers are going to let him go for a two, a three, a fourth round over the next two or three years, it's crazy. I wouldn't if I was the GM. I know I have all the leverage right now. If Rodgers retires, they can't work it out and retires before June 1st, $40 million of cap room is charged this year if he retires after june 1st they could split that over the next two seasons so there's going to be some really interesting uh games of chicken played between the two teams let's see who blinks first but i really think that getting rogers to the jets which is going to be a great move for them they got a solid team and they need that elite quarterback to compete especially with what my dolphins are doing to improve their team they're going to be giving up a lot so we'll see what happens all right, let's talk about my Dolphins. This offseason has been very busy. Unlike my Oreos, they did a lot so far. They first <laughs> traded for Jalen Ramsey, so now you bookend him with Xavier Howard. You have two shut down elite all-pro cornerbacks on the field. They signed David Long, middle linebacker, free agent from the Titans. He was ranked second last year as a linebacker 6.6% of the time. He tackled the running back for a loss or no gain. So now you got some strength in the secondary. You got great strength forming in the second tier line of your defense. And you have Christian Wilkins on the line, plus Vic Fangio as their as their defensive coordinator. It's going to be a great year on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, they signed Mike White as a backup to compete with Skylar Thompson to be the backup to Tua. They also signed Braxton Berrios. He'll be a good slot receiver. He has a good coach in Wes Welker, who we know what he did in his career as a slot receiver. He's also great as a return man, so we'll upgrade their special teams play. They signed their trio of running backs from last year, so we have them all back. I love Raheem Mostert, just a great back. If he's given some holes, he'll be effective. He had close to 900 yards last year, so he's you know, a stone's throw away from having a 1,000-yard season, which is always the benchmark. The one area they have not focused on is upgrading their offensive line. They're going to need to do that. I've said that in prior episodes. You upgrade that line. You protect Tua, who's very effective when he's upright and has time to throw like any good NFL quarterback. And also opening up holes for those running backs will really help control the ball on that side of the ball. So, again, Dolphins very active. Hopefully, they pick up some linemen, either free agent or get some good linemen in the draft, and we're on our way. That'll do it for this episode. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel for future episodes and content. Give me a like if you can. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to everybody soon. Take care. Bye.